for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation in six plus years in the games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all our links in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. If you want to support the show, you can. You can tell your friends, you can tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you listen to us on podcast services like uh, like Apple I, I podcast there the fuck be sure to give it a five star rating and written review or if you listen to us on the itunes uh sorry not the itunes was it the youtubes be sure to give us a like subscribe comment below i do my best to, to respond to every comment on there and of course you can also always support us financially at patreon.com slash the pop where big shout out to our latest patreon supporter solomon baruck becoming a patreon producer so hopefully if i am uh, good at my job which i'm not i will uh, he will be in the credits like everyone that is a five dollar tier or higher they make then they get their name in the credits at the end of the show uh you can also support us by buying your merchandise at the popculture.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it <sighs> how's things max i see you're sitting on something new yeah, my chair finally arrived after ordering it in May. <laughs> so for those that don't know, Max is currently sitting in the Secret Labs Cyberpunk 2077 uh, seat. Now, of course, I'm on my ZQ racing chair, which I believe we're affiliates for, and I've never done anything with it. So because like once that real pandemic kicked in, I'm like, no one's got any money to buy chairs. So I kind of hasn't really pushed it. But uh, I've not I've not pushed it so hard that you went and bought a Secret Lab chair. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've had my eye on one of these for a while, and then they're like, hey, guys, we're doing a Cyberpunk chair. I'm like, okay, you've, you've got <laughs> money. me. Just money directly at the screen. So I missed out the first time because they sold out within two hours, mm. and I was very upset. And then they sent me an email saying, hey, we're doing a second round. Uh, do you want to be on the list? I'm like, yes. And then, you know, $700 edus later, and a couple of months because they were back ordered, you know. Because every, every, everyone's wanting them sweet cyberpunk chair. Because everyone, everyone, everyone's get excited for a game that's not coming out this year. So oh, it's it's coming out. No, it's not coming out. They're busy doing a thousand different, you know, languages <laughs> that we haven't heard of yet. So you know, they're getting. Ready. I must admit, my, my wife is enjoying the chair. She uses it a bit more than I do at this point now that she's, she's working, working from, from home. home. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like now that now that my asshole doesn't hurt, obviously hi everyone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, like the chair's gone back to becoming comfortable again, which I but really yeah, really appreciate. It's 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 enjoyable being able to get out of the chair and your back not be completely jacked from. Yeah, the biggest problem that I had with with the old chairs, which are the one that you sit in when you when you've come here, <laughs> is because they were like forty dollars chairs from Office Works. It was just wood, some poor excuse of foam material so like i would blow out my tailbone constantly on mm. those chairs and thankfully you know this fucking chair is comfy as balls and i like the grace so you're, you've gotten the real like vibrant fucking like boom in your face well, I chair must, I, must, I went with I must as, as subtle as possible well so i must admit they 
their uh, licensed chairs at the moment are off the hook. They've got a Joker chair at the moment that looks sweet. It's like that nice popsy purple. <laughs> You're just like... <laughs> yeah, I would buy it, except I, I I wouldn't like the Joker stuff on it. I think since the since that movie with Joaquin Phoenix, the Joker's got a bit of a bad rap, and and uh, I agree with that. I, I I wouldn't want to be connected to that that subculture. Fair enough. But I did consider getting a purple. Uh, there was a purple one that I was looking at getting, and until I noticed the all grey, and I was like, that's that's subtle. It's nice. I'm liking it. I'm feeling it. But uh, apart from uh, having a comfortable Tukas Max, how you been? Yeah, not too bad, man. It's been a pretty chill week. Yeah, not a whole lot's going on down. It's, we're, 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 no, it's, not much. We're very much in the uh, in the uh, in the the minutia, just the <coughs> moment. You know, we're, we're still we're still in the lockdowns. I still go to work every day. Yeah, so mm-hmm. not a whole lot has really changed for has us. Changed. There is yeah. one bit of, that we're, we're going to kick things off with a big bit of news uh, in shortly. I'm about sometimes want to talk about that because there's things to come, Max. As the title suggests, it's very clickbaity, but it's also not because we will discuss it. Uh, we been playing this week? What have I been playing this week? Uh, I dove into more Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. So, uh, I'm still grinding away, pun intended, at that Tony Hawk plan. Yeah. I think I've got... I think I've got three or four trophies left to get. Nice. Oh, and uh, you may have seen, so PlayStation Australia have been doing this thing for a while called PS Plus Plays, I think, uh, which is a competition based around PlayStation Plus and set challenges per month. In the past, it's been the likes of uh, FIFA and uh, Call of Duty. Uh, This month, it is submit your highest score in Tony Hawk's. Now, previously, Mm. the grand prize was like an all-paid trip to PAX Australia, but they could do that all they want now. But... uh, that ain't happening. So I don't know what their plans are, but uh, this is yours to win, Max. <laughs> you're going for the plat. You're kicking Cass's asshole in in the Tony Hawks. He's your, he's well, your step one onto bigger things, and that bigger things is winning this contest. Well, earlier this week, I did pull off the 10 million point combo. Got that trophy. That was good fun. How did you even do that? What what level was that? Uh, so I actually created a custom skate park. Oh, you dirty bastard. <laughs> So, just reverts for days. I think I had like 300 and something tricks by the end of the combo. <laughs> Holy poo. Crazy. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, I, obviously, I played uh, some Vader Immortal. Yeah. So episodes, so... I've, I've played through episode one and two now. Yeah, so did last... episode one last night and did episode two this morning. So, last week, we, t- we, we jumped on... Uh, uh, Vader Immortal, that code was kindly provided to us by PlayStation Australia. So what we decided is we'll, that we would do one episode a week, it's three episode game, um, to sort of split it up so that we're not stuck in VR for like nine hours. Um, both being fathers and families, we couldn't really dedicate a whole day to playing VR. So we thought for the next three weeks, uh, we would bit by bit the episode. So Max, before we jump into episode two discussions, what did you think of episode one? Because you weren't able to play it last week. So... Um my thoughts are pretty similar to yours. You know, all the close-up visuals are absolutely fantastic and you do get that blurred vision on the, like, the far-out landscapes. They've definitely put all their, put, pulled all the detail forward so the closer you are to it, the better it's going to look. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with the, the, cho- the hand choice was weird that they put gauntlet cuffs on you because the hands were a bit yeah the, a bit like if you was if it was just like wrist up, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be any hiccups at all with the yeah. controls. At all. Um, surprisingly, the move controllers worked fine. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have too many issues. There were some issues with the um, with the lightsaber duels of those robot lads that 
I, I, I feel that I'd blocked it and it would just hit me. I'm like, okay. So I, I did some PSVR camera fiddling and, and worked out some kinks. Uh, other than that, I thought episode one was great opening. Uh, yeah. It wasn't too long. It, it fell into that. I think it took me about an hour, just over an hour to finish it. So it's that really nice... Um, it's a really nice time frame for a VR experience. It's not too long that your that your eyes get strained or anything like that. Um, I'm super not a fan of teleport movement, and I, I think it. I need to play with the control schemes. I don't know if there's a way I to change that movement. I don't think there's a different. I, I, I did think about it in the settings. And I talked about it in episode two as well, and I don't think that there is a way to change it because like fluid movement, it's weird. Like I get pretty gnarly motion sickness, right? I get it at the best times, mm. but in VR. When they're like, oh, we make it the stutter to alleviate sickness. I'm like, no, that makes my sickness worse. Like, I need that fluid yeah, com- motion. Coming to a coming to a stop as you as you um pivot is quite frustrating. Mm. Um, I really like the uh the climbing mechanics where you physically climb up the ladders and climb down the ladders. That's really cool. It has its moments. Like, it's cool, but then when you've got to like push yourself into uh onto the ledge the amount of times that even especially in episode two that that wouldn't register and then i just fall so i didn't have any troubles with that the only time that i fell was when it um when you're climbing up the outside of of vader's castle on mustafa and and your droid helper puts her hand out and said grab onto my hand Mm. um her hand didn't spawn in time so i didn't have anything to grab so i fell to my death that was that was lame but um it worked fine the second time the only real uh, hiccups I had uh, were in episode two, and it was with the teleport movement. I I found myself like clipped inside ledges if if I teleported to a raised platform from a lower yeah. section of the game. Well, well, let's get let's get into episode two now. So episode two is, is a straight continuation of episode one. You are now in uh, essentially these catacombs, these tombs of Mustafa. Uh, you're un- uh, underground exploring all these cool things, trying to find this life stone. What is it called? The um, you put me on the spot here. The, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's a stone that, you need, that Vader's hunting for. It's like the white light or the. It's the it's the, the key to to the to the machine that that Lady uh, Corvax is. is it, yeah, it's, it's it'll come to me. I completely brain fart on it so hard but yeah so you, you're you're going through these catacombs to trying to find these tombs to try find this thing uh in here you have seemingly seemingly lost the lightsaber you obtained at the start in episode one so there is a heavier focus on uh force abilities here specifically grab and throw and like push um so that was interesting so having stepping away from the lightsaber combat of the first one to going into sort of like you know the push pull sort of force stuff it's a bit fun mm. especially in, in the opening when you're standing with vader and he's like i oh, you know you're force sensitive or whatever um check out what i can do and then he proceeds to just spin rocks around you it's very cool like so, some of their use of 3d space is is really really solid in this game especially when you get into sort of those well-lit areas um big fan yeah no i completely agree so like you said it kicks off directly following and yeah the big the the big gimmick for this episode is is your is your force push pull grab um i had a great fun just flinging those droids (laughs) droids around and then you know darth vader plays catch with you for a bit he throws some stuff at you you gotta catch it and throw it back um 
and, and there's a there's like an escape sequence where this gigantic monster. Oh, the, the, the so uh, there's a big rancor and it like fucks yeah. with you. And I don't know about you, but my heart was racing during that <laughs> rancor fight. Ah, uh, it was so good. So there's some more climbing mechanics during the rancor fight, which kind of glitched out a bit because you're supposed to be you're supposed to be like swinging on monkey bars and throwing bombs at it at the same time to clear its arms out of the way. Um, so I had a bit of issues with that, um, but I think that was because my my PlayStation Move controllers weren't registering on the camera properly. I think I was a bit too low; they were disappearing under my desk. Um, but yeah, that that whole sequence was so cool. You're like throwing rocks at it and uh, catching things that are falling down, and then um, yeah, it it's such a cool story that it's telling. Like as a, I'm not well, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. This is an intriguing story to mm. me. Yeah, like it, um, I, I'm really intrigued. And, the, sorry, and when they, sorry, um, when when the when you're talking to the priestess and they do the, those cutaway, those like papercraft visuals, they are absolutely stunning. Yeah, man. That 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 papercraft vision of Darth Vader growing towards you is just is uncomfortable in like the best way. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really good. Yeah, so like I'm not. I'm, I'm, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. Yeah, because like I'm, I'm in the same boat. I really enjoyed the story. I'm not quite sure where it's going. I'm not sure what the end point of it is yet. But mm. I, I like the trajectory that it's taking. You know, it's as we're building up, trying to find this life essence because Vader's trying to uh, destroy uh, the the unit, like you know, galaxies, and also obtain you know, uh, 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 forever life, gaining immortality is sort of the crux of what he's trying to get with this life essence. Um. But yeah, so like in terms of issues yourself, like yeah, I had and those monkey bars I had a bit concerned with. So when I went across them, I went to grab onto the ledge, and the game wigged out and threw me back to the start. But I could sit, but I was floating, and I could tell. Like, it's almost like I landed where it wanted to, but then it kicked me back about about a meter. Yeah. Um. So I was I was playing here in the studio, and this is where I play all my VR games. It's never really a problem. <sighs> Excuse me. The only problem I've ever had in here is is arm height. Like, you know, too high or too low. Um, that's mm. probably the, that's because I can't go back as far as it probably needs. Um, and additionally, when you're in this tomb section where, you know, you need to go up to the second level, I didn't go up the stairs. I just went boop and it just pushed me straight forward and I'm like waist deep. So there's quite a I number did, of times. I did the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. Quite a number of times where the height is messed up. Like once I thought I was, I was like way taller than once I thought it was way shorter than like all the characters. And it was it was a little bit a little bit weird, like some minor technical hiccups. Like you just go into the menus and recenter, and it fixed it. So I'm not mm. quite sure whether it's a camera issue or a game issue, but it's one of these I, problems. I, you have to be I found that I found that once I teleported up up to there and it got me stuck in the floor. If I re-teleported just a fraction, mm. it would realize that I'm supposed to be on the upper level now. Uh, okay, it's called the bright star. The bright well. star. That's the, the bright one. star. Um, I the. I really liked the light sword. Mm. The light sword was cool, but it was permanently stuck in my hand. Oh. So in the first episode, you could put the lightsaber you could. on your on your on your thing. Yeah. I found I couldn't I couldn't get rid of the light sword. Oh, if I was weird. using it, it was out. It, I I couldn't drop it. I couldn't throw it. I couldn't I get rid of it. I have one of the things they've done in this game is so you can pull the lightsaber, like especially in the first episode, you can pull the lightsaber out whenever you want it. So you you could just be like ha yeah um or you could but whatever you got into a battle encounter and i guess the majority of this 40 minute episode two is predominantly fight encounters so when you're in the mm. fight encounter they 
they don't allow it to leave your hand because the eye, you know, because previously, if you're not in a battle encounter, you pull, you have to hold the trigger to hold it. If you let go, it just goes back to your belt. Yeah. So they they've set up in the battle encounters for it to not fall out of your hand, so that way you are never uh, fighting and just disappears. Um, but yeah, you just go to your belt and just press the trigger, and it goes back on your belt. <laughs> well, I must admit, I I'm a bit of a going back to episode one at the start you get given a one of those spanners mm. and after i used it to to help the prisoners escape i i pegged it i threw it across the room and well i didn't know that it came back so i'm standing at the elevator and the guy's like yeah just pull that wrench out man and i'm like i threw it away can i go back to that room <laughs> it's like, and it's like it's like no 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 and then after five minutes of going well what am i supposed to do my droid's like it's attached to your belt. And I look down and it's just sitting there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the game told you Whoops. off, Max. That's what I get for throwing shit away, yeah, I guess. It's true. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think, yeah, like I said earlier, the, the time frame that these run for is, is absolutely perfect for VR experience. And I can't wait to play episode three. Yeah, so I want to. See, I want to see what the big crescendo is. I want to see what the big ending is. I'm. I'm hoping that's that, like a hour and a half, sort of like episode one. That that elevator ride through those crystal caverns was absolutely awesome. It was awesome. Some and, of the, the, and then you and then you get to the top and there's just an army of droids. I'm just like, oh no! I literally <laughs> was like, I I literally said, oh fuck! I I, like, I was by uh, my. I wasn't streaming. I was by myself and I just had that moment of oh fuck! I have to. Well, I was thinking, I'm like, people. I'm like. I'm like, all right, I got force things. I'm just going to like force rip the, the roof onto them and just kill them all at once. I just like, yeah, I, because I, I was thinking, Harry, how am I going to take this whole army on? Because <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, I can grab, I can grab two at best. You know, it's like that thing. It's like that. And then you like bashing them about. into each other. Yeah. Best and- case scenario. I'm wishing them. I'm throwing them at each other. That's the best case scenario. And then I'll be dead in about a minute and a half. But, <laughs> you know, I could at least prop a minor fight before it kicks in. Um, It's an easy recommend for anyone who's got, who, who's even slightly um, a, a Star Wars fan and has a VR system. Well, it's one of those like, things. It's just like Star Wars, because of, because of its uh, wide popularity, it's an easy sell because like, hey, hmm. everyone knows what lightsabers are. Everyone knows who Darth Vader is. So like the sell here is you get to hang out with Darth Vader. You get to fight lights, you know, have lightsaber battle alongside Vader. It's like, yeah. I mean, Vader's super intimidating. Like He's every, huge. Every, like fucking unit. every cuts, every every scene in this game that has people talking to you, they're like right up in your face mm. every time. Yeah, VR tends to do that. No, they tend to just of, be like, none of them hey. have the yeah, none of them have that idea of personal space. They're just like breathing all their social distancing skills are terrible oh yeah there's so much like <laughs> scariness going on but like yeah and then vader at the opening where it's like pitch black and he fucking ignites that lightsaber and it's like it's red and he's intense and he moves realistically and it's like oh so good so damn good and like it's the i said it's the best selling point because you know it's best used for vr it's sort mm. fighting with swords floaty hand powers it's built VR in the same way that um, uh, Squadrons when it comes out is perfect for VR because it's literally oh, space yeah. fighters you know what I mean like Star Wars is the best property for VR I still argue for pod racing give me goddamn pod racing you bastards <laughs> I know it's not going to happen but um, anything else to play this week uh, I tried out World War Z that, oh yeah that that um, it's not left for dead but it is left for dead uh-huh. It's all right. Nothing to nothing too fancy. 
Um, other than that, not too much. I drove back into PGA Tour for a little bit, mm-hmm. played a little bit more Project Cars 3. Yep. <laughs> St- still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my, the, the main portion of this week has been, has, has definitely been Avengers and, uh, Avengers and Tony Hawk. Well, it's, we're in that but, quiet time right now. Like, we're not quite, yeah. we're not quite to that next, next bump. We're a little, a little bit of, bit of, uh, a bit of, bit of dulled down, but that's all right. Um, you saw what, myself, what yeah. about yourself? Uh, yeah, so the Immortal, uh, Avengers, a bit of Tony Hawk. Uh, I played a little bit of my house flipper as well. Just, I'm just sort of mm. chipping my way through that because that's still fun. Um, but last night I uh, played some Sea of Thieves. So we've been we brought up Sea of Thieves. I know it's not a PlayStation game, and I'm sorry, but we'll uh, we'll. I was playing it at work with some clients, and I was having an absolute blast. So last night I was. I'm like I don't know what I feel like doing. I've got some some uh, 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 wild turkey 101 no sugar cans. You know what? I'm gonna have some brews. I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna put put on some early 2000s fucking new metal, like all the music of my youth, and I'm gonna get fucking hammered and I'm gonna play Sea of Thieves. And I did pretty much exactly that. So here I am, just like rocking out hard, singing. No one ever. My wife and son are in bed. I'm having a blast, sipping whiskey playing sea of thieves really great really great idea until i started to get like progressively a little bit more intoxicated and i was on the boat and there was a whole lot of sky ground sky ground sky ground that was a bad decision then i also got lost on an island trying to find a a buried buried treasure because i just was having a mess mess of a time (laughs) but no sea of thieves is goddamn brilliant i love that game a lot it's so simple and it's awesome and like you can play it by yourself, which is a big fan. I'm a one man ship having a good old time selling all my wares. You know, there has been a substantial amount of upgrades since I played it last. Like I can open chests now and rather than just selling some on the chest, I can sell what's inside it. Um, mm. You know, there's this whole like ghost fleets that you can find. There's like these challenges and stuff. It's not just like when I, when I played it, I played it bare bones. I did played you, it at launch. Did you get attacked by the Megalodon? Or the oh, Kraken? man, I've, I have seen the Megalodon before. Like, he fucked me. He's fucked me right up in the past. Um, the Krakens I've seen before. Cause I, like, I did play originally at launch, and then I played a little bit later. And by then, the Megalodon was in it, and the Kraken were in it. Uh, and then there's been a new set since. So apparently you can get dogs now. I'm totally getting a dog in the game. Um, yeah, like it's it's been an incredible improvement since I first played it, which is gnarly. Because like I'm... You know, I played it at PAX, what, three years ago, two years ago, three years ago, uh, on Hollywood side, inside a pirate ship. That was one of the, be- that was one mm. of the best experiences I've had at a PAX, actually. Gone over there to Xbox to, to play some Sea of Thieves in a pirate ship. It was awesome. Good times. Sad that won't happen this year because goddamn pandemic and no, no PAX Australia. I mean, there is. It's just online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, uh, I'll be joining uh, Dash. Uh, for the Dash Gamers podcast, we'll be doing a uh, live recording of that show uh, for generosity, raising some money for, I think it's uh, for cancer research or cancer something. Uh, not for cancer, because I'm not raising money for cancer. That's um, a bit fucked. But uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's next Sunday. Totally doing that. <laughs> I forgot about it till right now, even though I agreed to it like yesterday. <laughs> Anyway, well that's getting the section we call Inform the Place, where we tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Now, Max, let's kick this fucking thing right off, right? Listen, there's a name of the episode. This is what we're discussing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold your horses there, past Ryan and Max. 
here's future Ryan Max. Here was some information. Now, Max, that we're about to dive into this big discussion about what is PlayStation going to do next? Why aren't they announcing shit? Shortly after we finish recording, well, not shortly, like six hours later, PlayStation come out and they announced that this Thursday, the 16th? Yep. Of yep. Uh, September. Uh, it'll, be seven, it'll be 17th for us. 17th for us, for my apologies. Else. Yeah, Thursday, 17th, 6 a.m. They are holding a presentation, which, uh, well, actually, Max, get you to read the blog post and they'll tell us exactly what's going down. So I'm super skeptical. So coming from the PlayStation blog post, before PlayStation 5 launches this holiday, we wanted to give you one more look at some of the great games coming to PS5 at launch and beyond our next digital showcase will weigh in at around 40 minutes and feature updates on the latest titles from worldwide studios and our world-class development partners tune in live on twitch and youtube on the dates mentioned before Hmm. so i'm super skeptical because they specifically say we are showing you games however at launch however normally when they do something like this, they're like, look, there is no talk of hardware, there is no talk of dates, there is no talk of price. They normally bookend the post with that. They've not done mm. that here. Now, that granted, doesn't make me any less skeptical. It does. Like, granted, <laughs> I will wait till the till the the press release comes through probably Monday from PlayStation Australia. And if that's bookended with no talk on tech, then then I'll be on the same boat. But right now we're recording this on the Sunday. It's eleven it's almost, almost midday. Yeah, it's mm. almost midday, so like that's gives you an idea of where we're at in terms of time and news. But uh, we thought we'd come back. I mean, add a little bit to this. We we speculate, Max. So you're speculating that no price, or are you just uncertain? <sighs> I'm I'm uncertain. The cynic in me, because of the way this blog post is worded, it sounds like we're just going to see more of the same. Because mm. it it does say we're going to give you one more some of the games coming to ps5 at launch so that means we're probably going to see some more spoods miles morales we're going to see some more ratchet and clank um personally i'd love to see some uh demon souls i don't think we've seen anything nah, apart from what the point of being showing trailer, themselves yeah. uh, you know i i want to believe that they're going to give us what we want especially now that their their hand has kind of been forced mm. but who knows sony Kind of like Nintendo, Sony kind of run by their own rules these days. Well, they that's they're they're in that luxury spot where they can. Yeah. So like right now is like you know uh, Xbox had their hand forced, leaving PlayStation to do whatever they want, and they're choosing to be like, hey, uh, in a couple of days we're going to do something. Now I'm going I'm going to go ballsy as hell with my speculations here, Max. I'm going to go <laughs> hard. I'm I'm ex- this is this is it. I reckon they're going to b- back end it with price and date. Now, going from something that you mentioned earlier, that Amazon Japan essentially dropped the date of, of uh, November 20. Yes. Now, ideally, I want it on the 6th because I want that to be my birthday mm-hmm. present to say it, PlayStation, if you care even remotely about me. Um, but 20 makes sense. It's interesting because it's after, uh, you know, after Xbox, but sure. Uh, price, I, said, I I still think it'll come about the same four ninety nine for at least for one of them. One of them will be four ninety nine, uh, and the other will either be fifty higher or fifty lower. I don't. I'm. I can't. I'll commit by the end of this little recording. I'll commit. But right now, <laughs> right now, I think it's either going to go like one of them will be four ninety nine. Uh, so. so- so well if you're if you're we'll speculate price if that's where you're going with this yeah. my my thought is the the old digital version will be 
six ninety nine Australian for, for, for Australian, and we'll get seven ninety nine for the for the for the for the hundred bucks for a, just a disc drive. Yeah, I have a feeling that they're going to want to incentivize people to buy a digital version purely because they'll get that extra thirty percent cut on every piece of software sold. Yeah, no, that's good. that's probably a good idea. Like that's a that's a big chunk of money to not laugh at. Like you know, you look at Apple and they're the third biggest. That they have the third biggest revenue in games, and they don't even make games. That's mm. just from their thirty percent cut. Well, that's because we did like past Ryan and Max. We did speculate about prices, so that's, that's a little. That we'll cover that a little bit short, a little bit mm. in the future. Well, past but future. It's back to the whatever. <laughs> then previous recording. Classic um, time travel conundrums. Yeah, no, but we create our own paradox. It's painful. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. I think we will get confirmation on release titles uh, on, on like on on d- like day one and one and that will be Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. It will be Spoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would like to think that this, now this is pie in the sky shit, right? This is Ratchet Date, Horizon Date. That's it. They they told us Horizon wasn't launched though. No, but when, I'm just saying there's we... a date. I'm just saying they're going to mm. say March oh, okay. or February. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, so you don't think. You don't think Insomniac are going to double drop launch titles? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think Ratchet will be Q1 next year, and maybe it'll be like Ratchet, and then a little bit later, it'll be Horizon, because, you know, like the, mm-hmm. it's b- two big exclu- exclusives. Try not to muddy the water. If they've got Demon Souls coming out at launch, they're not going to drop a Ratchet there as well, but they totally, they 100% could, seeing as pl- uh, Xbox have almost no first-party exclusives on launch. Yeah. And they mentioned this blog post as well that it is, you know, they're going to showcase more first-party stuff. So that's how I'm how I'm seeing it. And then they said now and future. So maybe if they want to be super nasty and they want to be like, here's a little hint at God of War, here's a little hint of this, you know, that like they're going to start dropping just some future, like well future PS5 stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I personally don't think they'll. I think that would be a bad idea, especially on the, on the back of a, a pandemic causing delays anyway. And you know, if they're looking at games that are years years away, that might be a concern. However, I'm pretty confident previous console launches they've not been afraid to see like this is down the line. Um, you know, because we think of like a, 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 a deep down and stuff like that, mm. which never came you out know what, anyway. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see them come out and be like. We're launching on the 13th of November and they go full on head to head with the Microsoft box. That would be gnarly. And that'd be insane. Because, because this is purely selfish. I don't want to have to wait an extra week to get next gen. (laughs) Because I am not getting an extra week. Which is why I wanted the week before, because I want double (laughs) selfish. I don't want to wait. No, and I don't want to wait like Dawson's Creek. And I. I want it on my birthday. That's 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 my two big selfish things, and I agree with you there. Like that. The would main be the main thing is, I kind of just want to know when it is so I can book some leave for work. Oh yeah, same. Oh my god, <laughs> totally same. Um, yeah, and then yeah, pre-orders will be probably the same window. Like we know yeah. the pre-orders are coming at the end of this month anyway, so I imagine there'll be the same window of time for pre-orders. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to speculate on. Mm, all right, I'll let you go with it. If there's anything more. Um, well, so they're, they're, they're speculating, well, they're saying that it's going to weigh in at around 40 minutes. So I'm going to assume that's, you know, that's gameplay. 30, 30 minutes worth of gameplay. And then we've got 10 minutes of hopefully price date, uh, pre-order options, 
They're gonna sh- they're they're gonna show us the box again, probably uh, most likely. They'll let us know what it's gonna come with. Uh, I think you're right on the money. I think we'll see more spoods, and I think that'll get a proper launch date title. Yeah, right now um, it's still holiday. Yeah, personally, I'm hoping for a Demon Souls. Like, if that comes out on launch, that's all I'm going to be playing. Sorry to every other game that comes out at launch. <laughs> well, as we, as we said, so like both you and I are planning on getting a day one, if possible, yeah, when hopefully. possible. So, um, you know, we'll be in a situation where we will attempt to get uh, as much as we can in terms of release games and we will go deep and hard so probably like for the first one to two episodes post-launch you will see us just smashing out release titles is the plan mm. so it'll be it's, it's interesting because uh like we mentioned uh later in the episode <laughs> you know all, all those third-party titles like your call of duties your assassin's creeds like obviously assassin's creed has moved moved date to coincide with the xbox mm-hmm. um but, you know, Assassin's Creed is launching 17th of November or whatever it is. 13th of November. Whatever it's 10th it is. Now. Yeah, it's 10th. Like, yeah. And then you've got uh, Cyberpunk 2077 coming out in that window as well. So you're not going to have a lack of software to play. Mm. Um, Which is another reason why I think Ratchet's not going to be in that window. Yeah, it makes sense to not re- for, a, for a studio to not release two games at once in the launch window. Because they don't want to, you know, cut their own grass. Yeah, because like, like one of them will have to like. Although, like the difficulty right now is that it is pandemic. It is people don't have a lot of spare dollar dues, so it's going to be tough for them just to buy the console alone. And yeah, then if you start like, throwing titles on there, people will have to compromise and buy ones and not the other. And I think for that reason, they might be a bit sparing on launch. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, if you're, if you're forking out $800 Australian for a console and then you're looking at another $80 for a game, you're not, you're not buying two of them. Yeah. That's, that's a very expensive trip. Well, that, you, once again, with the presumption that the prices are increasing, now the, the RRP for games here in Australia is 100 bucks, so we're expecting 110 120 bucks. RRP. Now, granted, yeah. in-store will uh, will conflict with that. Even on the PSN, the PSN hasn't charged 100 bucks in a very long time. At best, a, new, a brand new title on launch day is 89 So yeah. uh, that's full price on the PSN. Um, so we're probably looking... And like you can get 69 is probably the standard for a physical. Uh, I, I probably see 79 is more common, I think, now. As you said, 80 bucks. On on mm. the on the odd occasion you'll get sixty three, mm. which is a bizarre price. Sixty because sixty three <laughs> is cost price. Yeah, yeah. So that means they're pushing like like sixty nine. They still make a little bit of money, but sixty three is cost. Like they make mm. nothing. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, you get because uh, we, we. What are your specifics? Like I, I I put some balls to the walls out there. I said this and that 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 that. What do you got? Yeah, so we'll definitely see. So the the things that are the, probably the easy grabs, the easiest to 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 guess. So you, you'll see, we'll see Ratchet. Definitely, we'll see Spider Man. We'll see, hopefully, Demon Souls. We'll see more of um, Horizon. Um, I like your idea of God of War, but I think it might be too too early. Mm. Um, I'd really like to see what um, Kojima is working on. Mm. Um, I would like to see more resi evil but i don't know if that's going to happen they do say that they've got 
dev partners, but I don't think they're technically developer partners with Sony. Yeah, I think I think it's more of like if you're, I think uh, this might be yeah. more. I'm reading this as more of an exclusive sort of presentation. I, I'd like, and to with see Tokyo what, Game Show coming up, maybe Resi's going to hang out over there instead. True. Um, I'd like to see what Bluepoint are going to work on next because I'm assuming Demon Souls is basically wrapped. Oh, if they just like, oh my god, if they just then pull out fucking Metal Gear as well, because that was the two, like, because Demon <laughs> Souls has been long rumored and then pretty much confirmed, and then and then it got announced. Um, the yeah. other one they were talking about was Metal Gear. If they're like, hey, well, that's done. We're going to work on Metal Gear now. I I may just die. <laughs> um, we'll see more Crash. I think. Uh, apart from that, I can't really think of anything that's that's um, oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think ha- it's too early. I think it's too early for a sequel for um, what was that game that came out last year that was the Sony exclusive where you were riding around on a motorbike constantly? Days gone. Days gone. I think it's too early for something from them. Yeah. Yeah. See that. See that's that's the thing. Like I'm not. Like I'm. I'm not. I think there will be like a teasery sort of little sizzle reel at the back end, being like, "Here are mm. some things to come. Here's the reasons why you should buy a PS5 in the future." Um. The difficulty is, I think we're so far away from those titles, it'd be teasers at best. Um, But yeah, in terms, like, even then, because that that won't be, like, two years away. The only downside is, if they do that, they may be in the same position as Bethesda with Elder Scrolls VI and Starfield. Like, they are, like, every conversation they've had, Bethesda, anyone like Pete Hines or anyone at Bethesda, regardless to anything, is what's happening with this, what's happening with that. They're like, oh, we have no plans. Like, they're like, well, why did you announce it two years ago? Yeah, that is the trouble with announcing things so far in advance, especially if they're not. Uh, I mean, take a look at Square, for example, with uh, Final Fantasy versus thirteen, which then became Final Fantasy fifteen. Like that was in development for like eight years. Mm. It got cancelled multiple times. So there's, you know, there's that stress, and then you've got, um, you know, you mentioned Bethesda with uh, Elder Scrolls. You've got. Uh, the guys working on Dragon Age, they've they've canned that and remade it so many times that, you know, we're, we've been hearing about that for years. Uh, I remember you and um, former host Josh speculating that Death Stranding wasn't going to come out for years and then all of a sudden he just dropped it, that, that, you know. Yeah, we, we did argue so, that point pretty hard and we thought the game was going to be poo, but uh, <laughs> who the fuck were we? It's, it's, yeah, it's... You know they want to get fans excited by showing them what they're working on, but sometimes it's sometimes it is too early. And once that hype train starts, that's all the fans want, and yeah, that's and all that's they will the- ever ask for. And if you don't have anything new to show after X months, then they're just going to poo poo all over it because. Yeah. Or unless they you know, preface it with saying this is these are years away. I mean, to be fair, they also do that with Elder Scrolls. They're like, this is way out. You know, this is very early. We're only just starting it, and everyone's like, "So, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls." Mm, very true. But I guess the difference is Bethesda are, like aren't releasing enough shit in between. Mm. Where if PlayStation are like, or even if they start announcing stuff that's coming in twenty twenty one. So, granted, mm. like God of War was what twenty eighteen. See, Days Gone was twenty eighteen as well, right? Yeah, it was last year. So then again, but then yeah. again, like three yeah, last year was twenty nineteen, right? You know, we're almost end of 2020. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so we might get like, if they say, look, this is something that might happen in 2021, right? That's three yeah. years. Three years is relative. 
you know, relatively okay, especially, you know, the, obviously the likes of Days Gone, uh, 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 Sony Bend, I forgot your father, brain father there, Sony Bend spent the biggest hunk of that time trying to adapt to a new generation that they didn't know how to build for because like, they're building this yeah. game from scratch. God of War is a similar boat. They have, they have a lot of that base stuff that they can build towards uh, or even if, you know, like with Spider-Man, right? They're like, hey, here's, you know, Miles Morales now has a date. Guess what? Here's a teaser for two. And it's coming mm. out in a year from now or in 2021. I am. Like maybe, maybe like that. Like, you know, there are, I, I, I personally don't see like another God of War to like 2022, something like that. Um, so I don't think they'll, they'll announce anything potentially a year and a half, two years out. Like, so if, even though it's almost 2021 now, but if we look at it from a pure numbers perspective, 2020 to 2022 seems reasonable. I mean, we, we may see some more Call of Duty stuff since they have that, since yeah. they're working with, they have that um, deal with Sony at the moment. Yeah, they might announce that, that date's moving and espe- up and or espe- backwards. And especially because that, yeah, especially with that, that date being so close to console releases. Hmm. I don't know. It's a lot to happen, but... For those that are uh, 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 interested, both Max and I will be uh, presumably live reacting to it. Max will be at work, but I'm gonna we're gonna Discord call him in. I'm gonna share my screen so he can see the trailer as we Discord, and uh, you'll hear his his and my live reactions this Thursday morning. Uh, don't tell his boss anyone; he may get in trouble. If anyone asks, he's listening to a podcast and talking to himself. All right, <laughs> but no, like it, like it so. Like to me, this is this is a, a massive moment, presumably in PlayStation. Now we we running out running our own PlayStation show. This is this is our time to 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 go hard and to do our best. And I would there's no one else I'd rather do it alongside than my co-host Max. You know we're, we're almost he's almost the year of working with us on the show, and it's important for for he and I to do this. I think so. I'm very I'm looking forward to that. I get those get excited. Because then, and then we'll be recording on the Saturday after, breaking down everything that took place. So, it's a, it's a good, oh, it's a good week, man. I'm, I'm, um, are you <laughs> feeling it? Like I'm feeling the hype. See, I like I said, like I said at the start, I am super skeptical about this, and I don't want to hype myself up too much just in case. Yeah, that's a good. Like point. I, I completely agree with you. They normally end it with the caveat of we're not talking hardware, we're, we're not talking prices, and they don't do it here. But they also say we're just talking about games. Yeah, but like imagine, so but imagine the PR nightmare. Oh, they have to. They have to. I don't think they have a choice. Yeah, I think they have to tell. Like, we're, like originally the argument was they must do it by the end of August, and everyone's like, "Oh, fuck, you kidding me?" Well, you have to by the end of September. Like it's two months out. Mm. They have to. They have to. Yeah, because I was looking back at, at, you know, and over the past generations, you've had a good four to six months notice of when it was coming out with pre-orders. This is, yeah, two months is... There's a lot of unforeseen circumstances here, of course, big big ass worldwide pandemic being a big one of them. Um, But yeah, it's... The main thing is, especially for for us, I mean, not so much for us, but for people in Australia, especially those in Victoria... Hopefully by the thirteenth of November, our our super strict lockdown will be over, and you'll actually be able to go and pick up your consoles. <laughs> Depending on where, like we can obviously in regional Victoria, we're lucky we're at, we're at a place we can go do that. Uh, once you get ret- uh, metro, though, that's the problem. That's where it's going to get hard. All right, let's throw it back to past Ryan and Max. Thank you all for uh, 
for this and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Good luck, future us. Yeah. Uh, past us. Past us. Like, don't past don't us. make yourselves look incredibly stupid by going against everything we just said in the future. All right. I'm pretty sure I. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure we did. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> experience for those playing at home. The Xbox has come out. They've announced the Xbox Series S, which is their uh, what, what was originally the rumored Lockhart edition. They've given a price that's two ninety nine. They've announced the price for the Xbox uh, Series X of four ninety nine. These are US prices, of course, and the release dates of November ten. So for but, Aussie prices, that's four ninety nine and seven forty nine. Yep. So set big seven fifty for the Series X. Max, what before we before we compare this to PlayStation, what do you think of this news? That the Xbox Series S is a steal at that price. It's an absolute steal at that price. Uh, especially when you look at the other news. I'm just gonna throw some Microsoft news in here. Now that EA Play is coming to Games Pass at no additional cost, picking up especially for Americans, picking up a console for $299. With Games Pass for $15 a month, there is 100 plus games per month, plus all of EA Access's titles. That is a steal. Yeah, it's, it's is such like, good value. It is so hard to say that's not good value. It is, it is now, gnarly. Now, it is it, so it has good. The, like, it, it has the issue of a 500 gig hard drive. And when you look at the likes of Destiny 2, which is coming to Games Pass, that's currently sitting at 150 gig yeah. install. Call of Duty is over 200. You can have three games on this thing. Yeah, that's the that's my only hiccup with it. Like, uh, as you said, the, it, it is a straight up deal. Like, it is a it is like it's actually cheaper than a th- than a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, here in Australia, which is baffling. Like, so it's <laughs> now granted comparatively to the Xbox Series X, it is underpowered. It does it isn't mm. as powerful, hence the cheaper cost. It's in a staggeringly smaller box. It's like half of a PS4 fat, like an OG. It's like pwah. Mm. Nully. Um, it looks like a speaker. It looks like a, dr- a drive-through speaker box, but I still kind of like it. It's kind of wearing on me a little bit, and I'm feeling it. Mm. Um, it's it's impressive. It's it, it's a great it's a great sale, but it is one of those things. It's uh, I. I'm just trying. I'm trying to articulate. So, yeah. So like, yeah. Games Pass is mint, especially with EA Plus, and I think and I, EA Play. I think that that's their selling point here. They. They they're they're trying to hit another market here. They're trying to hit a market that they understand that right now people can't go and spend four hundred ninety nine dollars uh, or seven hundred fifty dollars Australian to go and get the Series X. So they kind of want next gen gaming, but also not really. That's what they can get here. Now the mm. difficulty with this, of course, is that you know with Xbox's whole marketing around there is no such things as generations anymore. You could still play all that shit on your current Xbox, but if you still feel the need to want to buy something, but like not spend a ton of coin, this is a good place to go. November 10, brilliant. Perfect time. Very happy with that. Uh, it's that time of the year. <clears throat> is awesome. Uh, pre-orders go up on September 22. Uh, so it has been announced. <clears throat> I'm trying to clear my throat. It has been announced that uh, both EB Games and JB Hi-Fi will be accepting pre-orders for both consoles uh, as of around that time. Although it's not been officially announced the release date for the PS5, you can pre-order both. Now, last I heard that uh, uh, EB Games were requiring a $200 deposit, uh, where JB Hi-Fi are sticking to a $50 deposit. Is that because EB might not last out the year? 
here and they that, need to. That is certainly a concern. But I think they, they want to sort of uh, prevent uh, people- Scalpers. Scalpers. Now, if anything, I it actually incentivized me more to go to EB Games because less people are going to be willing to fork over 200 bucks straight up. I'm happy to. So therefore, my pre-order in theory is a bit more guaranteed. That was my theory too. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Max, that's all the background info. What do you think this means for Sony and for the PS5? I think it puts a clock on Sony to at least announce something by the 22nd of September when the, the Xbox pre-orders go live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think now that we know what we're in for, it gives us uh, a general, you know, we can make an educated guess of the price tag of what this is going to be. Uh, you know, my, my guess is either $50 either side or, or at parity at seven forty nine. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they're going to, I think they're going to match it. I don't think they're going to try and beat it. I think it's probably cheap as it is uh, from a like a manufacturing standpoint on what's in it. Um, I saw a couple of news articles that um, ha- that rumored that the, the, the PlayStation All Digital was actually originally priced at $599, and now they're concerned that that's too much. Oh, yeah, exactly. After, the, after the, the Xbox S release of $499. Mm-hmm. Now, granted... There's no difference between the all digital and the PS5. Apart the, the, from, like the yeah, only difference, the only apart from not having a disc drive, everything else in it is the same. Down to the SSD. Whereas obviously, everything. obviously the Xbox Series S is far less than what the Series X is going to be, so they can justify a bigger price gap between their two their two SKUs. I think Sony's are going to have a lot less of a price gap in between their SKUs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the big thing is that. They've they've now got a timer on themselves. Now that now that Xbox has has released, they kind of need to do something mm. because now we're all asking, now what's the hold up? If the initial hold up was we want to see what Microsoft are doing first, you now know what they're doing. What's the hold up? Yeah. Now I I get that they've got to talk in the back end and they might need to adjust some numbers and whatever, but now everyone's going to be wanting that wanting that information sooner rather than later now especially now that it's out on on uh the competitor's side mm-hmm. i agree uh so i'm in the same boat as you i do think this is this is a sony's moment uh so the different the difference here is xbox's hand was pushed uh it looks as if the series s was leaked uh with you know, without them so they were yep. had no choice but to announce it and kind of run with it I mean, I mean, it, it got leaked, and then oh, later that day, me. Xbox tweeted that yes, this is it. Uh, Xbox Series S, you'll get more details soon. And then I think within twelve hours, they were, they went, you know what? And they tweeted out, "This is the price of yep. the S. This is the price of the X. Let's just get this done." Yeah. So, like, I, I, I still think it would have been a little bit longer before we heard anything from either of them. And I think it's only because their hands have been pushed. And like, Sony are at a place right now where they they don't need to feel that pressure. They can almost do whatever they want here. Um, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't see them undercutting. If anything, I see them matching. I think pretend, like it, it'll either go two ways. Either we'll see um, the 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 disc PS5 at $750 Australian and the disc less at $700, so $50 e- difference, or 700 
uh, sorry, 750 and 800 Australian. Mm-hmm. Like it, one of the consoles will match up with the Series X. Um, I think reasonably it should be the the disc version and then the disc less being that cheaper model. Um, but whether they do that, that's a little bit different. Because um, as you said, as you said, the internals are all this are all identical aside from the inclusion of that disc drive. And from previous calculations from the likes of much smarter people like Digital Foundry, is fifty bucks is the di- is the difference we will see. Um, unless they want to sort of reduce the price a little bit more to try and incentivize digital sales, because obviously they get a higher cut on digital sales. So if they if they want to, you know, take a cull on the digital on the on the, on the profit margin on the digital version, knowing that the money will come later, uh, then that's probably the, the best call for them. But I, yeah, I kind of don't think they'll do that. Um, there is no way, absolutely no way, it's getting anywhere close to uh, the price of the uh, Series S. No, um, no yeah, not even like a hundred. But like it's 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 two. They're yeah, they're two 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 different. Um, but in terms of date, uh, selfishly, I want them to go the sixth which is the, the Friday they're, they're, I, I don't think they're coming out before the Xbox. Yeah, so, so, so selfishly, the 6th <laughs> is my birthday, and that's why I want it. Um, but they could go the week after. They could go a couple of days after. They could go, you know, my original date, I predicted was I think, the 16th. Because I think the Xboxes are releasing on a Tuesday. It is releasing on it? a Tuesday. Oh, no, sorry, 13th was my original date, because my original prediction was the, yeah, the second Friday of November, um, mm. which is the 13th. Uh, but... Well, I mean, they can't they can't release something on Friday the thirteenth. That's just bad luck. That's a good point. <laughs> but also, <laughs> the, yeah, the the only issue would be it, it's either going to go two ways. Either they're confident confident enough to thinking the people will hold on for a week and not spend the money that's burning in their pocket, or they they go at they go first, forcing people to be like, I'll go buy it now. You know what I mean? They're like, mm. I, I I want the Xbox. You know, you have to wait a week and uh, you buy this now. Like, like people, people yeah, but that's it. but that's a hard sell when it's. I want the Xbox, but it comes out in a week. But it's also three hundred dollars. Yes, but but <laughs> these I'm talking, these people that are on the fence, you know what I mean? Yeah. These people that are like yeah, they're no, going to get know. a Series X or or they're going to get a PS Five. They weren't sure they're going to pick up one or the other, and like. You know, there's people like you, like yourself and, and me and like, you know, like some of our friends in, in the biz, like either they're going to, like, they know what they're going to get or they're going to get both. Mm. Like yeah. for us, we run, we run PlayStation show. We run PlayStation related content. There is no way that I'm going to like, be like, oh, the Xbox is coming out first. Let's fucking wait a week. You know? So we've got, we got someone in the chat asking, uh, if it's only 50 difference, would you bother going digital? Especially if we can use PS4 discs. It's a no brainer, surely. Oh, I'm not. My, my chat's not coming through. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> um, for me, I think I've 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 tossed around the idea of going all digital, but I also know that I can sometimes be fickle, and if I buy a game, I do like the option of returning it or reselling it uh, once I'm done with it. So for that for that reason alone, I would probably prefer a console with a disc. Um, I know, I know you, Ryan. You want a disc because you want that sweet, sweet Blu-ray player. Well, yeah, because that's the one thing that I've that I've been uh, uh, sort of missing, and one of the big reasons that I bought I bought an Xbox, even though I have not used it. You know, <laughs> it's just, 
like the original idea was, yeah, because you know my wife and I like watching our films, and the best way, some of the best way to watch that is in the 4K. Like I've got, we've got a little bit of a collection going on. Um, sorry, shout out who who, who asked that question in the chat? It's not coming. Uh, through. So, uh, Smiley, if I can read that correctly. Oh, that's beautiful. And the, is there any other comments you missed? Because for some reason, my chat window wasn't working. Uh, no, just puck from the start. Uh, mentioning um, in our pre-show, mentioning that you can pre-order the golden PS5 for eight grand. Jesus Christ! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember we talking about that a little while ago. That's glad yeah. that's uh, that's come through. But uh, uh, yeah, so fifty dollars isn't yeah, it, it's not a big difference for me. So I, yeah, for me it's disc. Like the, I, I've I've committed to buying this console regardless of the price. Well, I mean, like, like, like they've put in the chat. If if you can use PS4 discs in it, it kind of seems like a no-brainer to keep a to buy a disc console because you're going to use those discs. Still exactly, that's still my point as well. Like, granted, we are in a very luxury, you know, very luxurious and pri- uh, 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 privileged position where uh, both Max and I, re- you know, we kindly receive a lot of review codes from varying publishers here in Australia. So we uh, we have a lot of digital games in our in our libraries. Um, but we do have a lot of discs. Like, you know, right now I'm playing Tony Hawk on a disc. You know, I've, I've, I've got a big, I've got a collection of, uh, of discs and I want to be able to use them on my current console. Cause I would like to retire the PS4, put it up on the shelf behind me and make that change. You know, I'm going to commit to one or the other and I'm going to make that move over, you know? So yeah, the price, uh, the price is, is irregardless to me, but we also have to consider uh, the other, the average consumer that isn't us. I don't think fifty dollars a fifty dollar difference would be enough to to get people to buy a digital console over. A, unless unless you're one of those people who are all digital already. Yeah. I can't see anyone going fifty dollars is enough of a savings for me to to buy a, a non disked yeah. console. Yeah, like, but it, it, like it, it's that it's that uh, it's that difference, right? Like. Like a week, we if pre-orders for the disc version are all full, and like it's only the digital version, you're like, oh. Yeah. I'll probably get a digital version if that's the case. Yeah. Like if 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 I can't get one, but the digital only is available, I will get digital. So, I must admit, the majority of my games are digital. But the you know you look on the other side, a lot of the times you can go into a store and it is generally cheaper to buy a physical copy than what it is on our digital store, especially here in Australia. Yeah, just frozen for a sec. Um, you know, because yeah, big time in in Australia, in Australia, we're lucky enough. A lot of our new release games come in at seventy nine dollars because of the price competition that that the companies have. But to buy that on the PlayStation Store, for example, that that same game is a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that, see that, and that's the other thing as well. Like, I, I say that, but I'm not someone that uh, I don't trade my games, so I don't even know. Like, the idea of the big idea of the di- of of, of, of uh, physical is that you can trade the games. I don't do it. I'm a big dork. I just keep them because you know, like, like see, I do on diminished value. I, why? I say I do on occasion. Hmm. Like, I I generally don't trade them in. I will generally like sell them to hmm. a to a new party. Um, yeah, see, I don't, I don't tend to. But even then, I don't do games. it that often. Like, yeah. it, it, it honestly depends on what, what the game is. Well, yeah. So because I'm, I'm planning to sell my Xbox One uh, S to sort of help pay off the PS5, I'm losing my my 4K Blu-ray player. Mm. So for that reason, I'll need to go the disc version of the PS5. 
Well, see, I'm selling my PS4 to get PS5. Mm. I'm I'm just jumping ship. Grant, granted, it's my PS5 is going to be retired to the bedroom for my wife to use. I mean, and you, her playset and her playset. Yeah, her, my PS4 and her PlayStation is the one that's going to be sold because mm-hmm. she's got one of the OG 500 gig ones. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm keeping my X, my Xbox R1 S for that 4K Blu-rays. Uh, in the chat, I'd love, uh, sorry, from Smith, from Smithy again, I'd, I'd love, to, oh, Smiley, sorry, I'd love to be able to support digital and uh, even EB, but when you can walk in a big W or JB and get it cheaper, it is the way. And that is a big point. And that's, oh, why do I keep freezing? Um, and, and that is one of the big points here that needs to be taken into account. Like, the majority of people, that 20 or 30 bucks that the difference in that physical mm. uh, version can make is a make or break. You know, well, so I must admit, uh, going off that reference, I still purchase my games from EB because they do price match, mm. and they also have that seven-day money-back guarantee of if you purchase something and you're not a fan of it, we will give you your money back. Yeah, yeah. And so, like for me, yeah, I go to EB because I have a mate there, um, and that's mm. pretty much the only reason that I go. And yeah, if it's if I don't, if and once again, we're in that privileged position that likely a code will come our way if mm. I if we ask for it. Um, so yeah, we aren't, we aren't really the best example <laughs> of, <laughs> of that, of those sort of consumers, but it, it's, it's something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let us, yeah. Anyone that's watching at home, not, not live on Twitch, be sure to let us know in the comments below or on our social medias, Twitter, Discord, whatever, what your thoughts on the PS5, uh, predictions or price or date or, you know, where you want to sit. That'd be, I, we'd love to get a bit more information around that if you want to. Hand it over. Um, is there any more PS5 news in there? Yes. So we also got some. Um, we got we got told that uh, upcoming PlayStation 4 boxes and box art will have a PS5 upgrade banner for compatible games. So similar to those new Xbox ones that have the you know uh, it, it plays better Series on Series X, X or, whatever or whatever it is. Um, so we will uh, the the sorry. The example they gave is the box for uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, the new Ubisoft, the upcoming Ubisoft title. Uh, the PS4 box does say uh, PS5 upgrade available, and that game is also free on PS5 if you buy it on PS4. You will get upgraded for free. Uh, Sony also has a current, also currently has an unnamed event planned for the 18th of September during PAX Online. Ooh. It is one of the only upcoming PAX events that doesn't have a title. It's simply called Sony Placeholder. Yeah, it's called yeah Sony Holder, <laughs> which means it could be anything. Yeah. It could just be Sony releasing a new cup holder. It could be that that uh, chip, yeah. that new chip picker. <laughs> um, and we also got that the PlayStation Five will ship with a display stand in Hong Kong. At least uh, the item named Base has been listed alongside other contents that will be included in the console's box on a distributor's website. Yes, yeah, so they've, so they've it essentially had, made it had a- wireless controller, USB power cable, HDMI, and it says base yeah so yeah so they've set they've uh yeah on, on the website they've shown what the, the the contents of each box would be and yeah as you said it's just the console it's a controller it's a hdmi 2.1 it's uh power cord like it's pretty much as standard shit as you'd expect you know it's yeah. standard shit in the box which is cool but once again it's showing that both boxes are similar and what's in them is similar as well which is nice so you're not, you're not getting like a, a lesser experience for getting one one over the other mm-hmm 
Um, I, I, I appreciate the idea of them uh, labeling the boxes appropriately for the games to be able to head into the next generation. Like, hey, these ones are on PS5 as well. This has got an upgrade. I think it's a good way to sort of uh, help uh, help deep that a, line. It's also really good for the people who aren't going to upgrade straight away. Yeah. That are going to upgrade in the future. They're like, they're, you know, the, the people that are like, I, I want to get a PS5. It's not financially viable for me now, but it's nice to know that these games that I buy on the PlayStation 4, I will get free versions on PS5 when I do eventually upgrade that. Yeah, just a little, a little bit of that uh, 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 removal of buyer's remorse, you know what I mean? Like the last thing you want yeah. to do is buy a game, they're like, nuh mm. and then you have well, to I'm, buy it again. I'm, like it's I'm a Nintendo skip- game. I'm going to skip ahead in the news a little bit and talk about buyer's remorse with some more control controversy. Oh, yeah. So we spoke about the last two... Uh, I think the last two episodes we've spoken about this. Uh, basically, uh, we discussed that uh, you cannot upgrade your PS4 copy of Control for free to the PlayStation 5 version if you don't own the newly released Ultimate Edition. Which is out now. Which is out now. Earlier this week, however, owners of the Deluxe Edition have been upgraded to the Ultimate okay. Edition for free. Woo. Later that day, they were then degraded back down as word started spreading. Basically, if you owned the Deluxe Edition and you went to the store page for the Ultimate Edition, you could download it and purchase it at no charge. This has since been fixed. So what this means is the developer and publisher do have the ability to upgrade certain versions of Control, but they claim they didn't in a recent blog post. It was said, quote, The upgrade path that we are offering is only possible when upgrading from the same version of the game, as we are only doing additional development on Control Ultimate Edition on the next-gen platforms. We are unfortunately unable to offer an upgrade path to all existing Control players, end quote, except that exact upgrade path has been offered on the PlayStation Store throughout, throughout the day by accident. Fucking lies. Lies, Max. The lies. So they got this. Yeah, it's it's rough. Like, if they can do it, why not do it? Because they don't want to. Because they want you mm. to pay sixty bucks again. That's what it is right now. So it's fifty nine ninety nine on the on the PS Store. They want that sixty bucks again. Because it is one of those weird lines. Now, this I I, I do I I'm still unsure whether this is a uh, 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 remedy direct or the distribution five hundred five five hundred five. Um, because the the game, although having incredibly well critical reception did have pretty poor like sell through right so maybe this is them trying to make some coin up but even then like rather than just saying that they're being skirty about it and trying to get around it it is Mm. it is a hundred percent dirty it is so great even if they just said the deluxe edition if they just put this behind the deluxe edition like that would be fine like look that 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 i i have less issue with it's like, look, yeah. you're in the deluxe edition. This is this is some this is a deluxe extra that you get. So yeah. You got the standard. I'm sorry, you don't get it. It's odd. It is very very odd, and I am not cool with it. Um, speaking of something that people may not be cool with, Max, uh, Kina and the Bridge of Spirits. This was originally going to be one of the uh, early launch titles for the PS5. Uh, it came out today uh, that Ember Lab, which is the team uh, behind the game, have tweeted that the Bridge of Spirits will miss its 2020 launch date. And it will be coming in uh, Q1 2021. The studio att- attributes the need for more time to this year's, quote, many challenges, uh, end quote, and the transition to home working. It's the same story we've heard many, many times with many other games uh, throughout this year, but it is the right decision, uh, says Ember Lab, because, quote, the game 
and the well for the game and the well-being of the team. End quote. Mm. Now, this is a game that did kind of catch my attention. It wasn't on my list of like, oh, I can't wait. This is a must play for me. I thought it was kind of cool. But it looked cool. And mm. I do appreciate them coming out saying, hey, man, it's fucking hard. You know, it's uh, it, plus it's a smaller team game anyway, or at least it's perceived that way. You know, it's un- not like Halo Infinite or anything. Mm. But um, yeah, they're essentially saying, look, it's tough. We're going to have to delay the game. We're terribly sorry. You know, but it may happen. Yeah. Speaking of games that might uh, get delayed, Max, again. No, it's, it's not getting delayed. No, it's it not getting delayed. It's 100% getting delayed. <sighs> this week, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that now the next Cyberpunk live stream will take place Friday the 18th of September. That's close. Uh, this third episode of Night City Wire promises a tour of the city itself and a look at its many gangs. Stop showing previous- your shit and just fucking release the game. <laughs> previous episodes have shown heaps of in-game footage uh, and... This will most likely be well worth the watch. Uh, in other cyberpunk news, as I pull it up, because I forgot to add it in earlier, um, there's been some photos from the cyberpunk 2077 Chinese localization recording sessions, the dubbing being in Mandarin Chinese. There is currently more than 150 voice actors with 100,000 lines of dialogue re- recording across four separate studios with 10,000 plus person hours. The uh, they they've stated that the VA work is fifteen to twenty percent more than Witcher Three, including all its DLCs. Oh, so this is the, uh, this is the problem here, Max. It's another game trying yeah. to be so inclusive by bringing all these languages in, and it's coming at the cost of the game. No, look, that's amazing. I can't argue that at all. That's brilliant. Like having more people that are able to play the game in their native tongue is fantastic. Like, if, yeah. as, you know, it's a shame. The hundred languages, I hope one of them's Australian. You know, it's like English, but a bit worse. You know, like that would be <laughs> ideal. But, but I, I don't you see mean it, English, I don't but see English, but a bit faster. Yeah, cyberpunk. You know, they got to like rein out the cyberpunk. Fucking stroke. But look, it, it is brilliant. You know, I do joke saying that that was part of the reason that they've been delayed. But uh, the fact they're still doing it right now could also be the reason. I think they all. Uh, there was also news that they were um, awaiting their rating to come back. So it, it looks like it's pretty much done. Yeah. Well, they're just they doing want the final to hope touches so, and because yeah. it comes out in two months, not even. Yeah, I keep thinking it comes out in October, but it's like it's November mid. It's November after it's all the new consoles. No, come yeah, out. it's November. <laughs> I want to say sixteenth. It's the seventeenth. It's ah, a week after. Get it wrong, it's yeah, a week but- after the drop for Microsoft. So it's coming out on a Tuesday, which is again really bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. Uh, Reverend Puck in the chat goes at this point. The graphical update to Witcher Three will come out before Cyberpunk. It's very very likely. And I think I, I honestly think the reason they did that is because they knew Cyberpunk's being delayed to twenty twenty four. So they're just like, let's it, we'll, we'll give you this now. Like this will help you in the midterm. Here's here's free Witcher th- Witcher three for PS five while you wait nine more years for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. And then they'll they'll have about fourteen other episodes of Night City Wire, and then they'll just essentially have shown you the entire game, uh, and then you play it, and then everyone's really disappointed. They'll end it with lol jokes. It was actually a movie the whole time. Yeah, yeah we've showed we've showed you everything. And we just cut all these Night Night City Wires together, and you have the game. I don't, know, I don't know why I'm this, so poo poo on Cyberpunk. This, this is this is season one of Cyberpunk 2077. I really don't know why I'm being so poo poo on it, but I can't help it. Uh, let's see, what do we got? Uh, Let's we'll talk, talk some indies. Yeah, yeah we'll, Let's talk some indies. We'll talk. We'll give it the indies a little bit of love. 
Uh, Annapurna Interactive. They've just announced the Annapurna Deluxe Limited Edition. Uh, it is a physical collection of eight of the company's games from the PS4 in one box. The game includes the awesome Donut County, uh, Gorgora, uh, Gorgora, Kentucky Gorgora, Route Zero yeah. TV Edition, The Outer Wilds, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Telling Lies, Watson, and What Remains of Edith Finch. Also comes with a foreword from the publisher, uh, founder, as well as statements from all of the game's lead creatives. This collection is region-free and is available to pre-order right now, and but it's coming in at, at uh, 199.99 uh, US dollars, presumably being a limited yeah. run of only 2,000 units. Uh, there is uh, additionally a second SKU called the Annapurna Interactive Ultimate uh, PS4 Collection, available for pre-order also, but this is a less fancy pants version and is $20 cheaper. Uh, th- some th- those games are pretty mint, um however i wouldn't be paying 200 bucks for him uh is the fancy pants box enough for you max the fancy pants box i must admit does look good but i'm i'm not enough of a fan of those games to spend 200 dollars on them it is cool for those that like want to support you know annapurna as a uh, publishing arm it's probably a really good idea uh, because it's a bunch of cool indie games like they are shorter experiences but they are cool games nonetheless, and it is a great way, especially if you're a collector, uh, collector of titles, of you know, of like collecting fancy pants editions. But yeah, you know, it's pretty sweet. All right, Max, that's in the indies. Let's talk about one of those big fuckers, uh, and they are certainly a fucker right now. Mm. Ubisoft Forward. Ubisoft had their second forward event uh, over the week. Uh, let's run through what was announced. We'll go, we'll go one for one. All right, uh, we'll kick things off with Riders Republic. Uh, so when this when they first showed this, I thought it was Steep Two. This essentially is Steep Two. <laughs> it's uh, a massively multiplayer extreme sports sandbox game. You'll be able to ski, snowboard, and bike, and much more with friends and strangers. Uh, this game being set in a various of US country parks, all designed using real world GPS data. Uh, they've stated that there will be real world events inspired by the X Games in it. Uh, it's coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on the 25th of February next year. Uh, those who purchase the game on PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade to the PS5 version for free. Quote, Riders Republic will run at 60 frames per second on next-gen consoles and display more than 50 players simultaneously live on the screen. Uh, with the game's very intuitive character and camera control combined with an innovative trick system, all players, casual and hardcore, will have the chance to experience untapped joy from the very beginning. But yeah, no, like, it, it is almost as if that, like, whoever was the head behind Steep, they're like, oh, Steep, Steep flopped. All right, fuck it. Let's do it again. Let's just do it again. Let's give it, that, like, <laughs> you will love Steep, people. Everyone at home, you will love Steve if we have to fucking make you. And because this game feels like Steve and it looks exactly like Steve, except they have bikes now, this game will also have the exact same response as Steve, which is meh at best. Yeah, didn't do much for me. No. One thing that like, okay, I'll get mixed emotions about this next game. Let's get into it. The Fresh Prince of Persia, says Max. Following the the rumors and uh, predictions 
from this team right here. Uh, Earlier this week, Ubisoft confirmed that the the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake is happening. It is coming to PS4 on the 21st of January, and it will work on the PS5 through its backwards compatibility. It has been developed by a new Ubisoft studio in India, but it looks like a low-budget project. From the screens that have been been visible, the game doesn't look much better than it did when it was first released. And that is my point. The game looks good and shit at the same time, and it makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Because, like, at the beginning of the game, they show the original PS2 version in the hourglass. I'm like, oh, it looks worse than I remember. And then they show this, I'm like, oh, this looks better well did you see that if you pre-order the game it comes with a bunch of content and one of the content pieces that it comes with is a what they're basically referring to as the old mode filter where you can play it in its original form oh I, oh oh man that oh I- <laughs> okay well i guess if anything they prove that this isn't a this is a remaster then yeah it's not a remake it's very di- the, the, the choice of words here is a little bit shit. I actually think it might be remaster. I think I may. No, no, it is called remake. It's 100% called remake. So I watched the trailer because I went back over okay. Ubisoft Ball before we came into today. Okay. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, so it looks like PS3. Like, not a bad thing, but it looks like a late-gen PS3 game. And it is better. It, it You know, it is prettier, but it looks kind of poo. And <laughs> for a remake, it sh- there, there is the expectation that it should be better. Um, especially when it's a when it's a franchise like Prince of Persia, which people are people do enjoy and people are excited for the return of it. Uh, but this isn't it, I'm afraid. And knowing that there was like that that HD remaster on the PS3, I think was there of the three of them. Yeah, I think it was the trilogy. It yeah. had Warrior Within and Two Princes. Yeah, you know, it, it, it looks as if they've just ported that and just dropped two of the games. Yeah, like we put, yeah, and like it, yeah, you can really tell that that there is this isn't a priority for them. They've not put a lot of money into it, and it sucks. It really sucks for them, it, and for us, I guess. But oh well, sucks for them. Uh, next, next up, we have uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. So, Gods and Monsters has been reborn as Immortals: Phoenix Rising, possibly one of the worst names in history. I'll double down uh, on this last week. This name sucks. This open world action game uh, got a brand new trailer to show off some some more of the uh, its uh, environments and biomes and featured lots of gameplay footage. This is being developed by the Assassin's Creed Odyssey team. Uh, Ubi said we would see a lot more of this game before its release on the third of December. Uh, after their after they showed it off. Um, the head of Stadia, who I can't think of his name for the life of me, came out and went, Stadia has an exclusive demo for this game, which I was a bit bummed about. Um, but this game gives off a, uh, the best way I can describe it is a Zelda Breath of the Wild feel, and I'm totally into that. No. Nah. Like, you can tackle this game however you want. You can go anywhere you want from the beginning. This game's as difficult as you make it. Um, you know, you're fighting gods and monsters. They showed off, like, Cyclopses and... Hermes and ah, oh, this is right up my alley. I'm super keen. I know you're not. I am super keen for this. Yeah, look, I didn't enjoy Breath of the Wild, so yeah, I know it's like one of the greatest games ever, and you're just like, no, it's garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's garbage. Phil, ha- it, it, thanks to Puck in the chat. I'm Phil Harrison. It's is the name like, of the, the Stadia dude. The game is fine. <laughs> Thank you, Puck. <laughs> uh, the game's fine. That's probably best I'd feel Spencer in my head, but that's microphone. And I've argued about, and I said this last week as well. It's bizarre how they've made the name more specific yet also more generic 
in one go. I don't know. It, it, it's baffling. I don't know baffling. if it was more specific. Like, gods and monsters made sense. You literally fought gods and monsters. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, Immortals Phoenix Rising, it's the most... It's specific because no one's ever used that name before. So it's very specific. But it's also one of the most generic fucking sounding games I've ever heard because it sounds like every other name, colon, something. Like... Uh, there's no colon. There's no colon. That's worse. Because that, that <laughs> yeah. doesn't make sense then. It makes even less sense. Reverend Puck in the chat, to me, it looked like a family-friendly God of War. Ew. Ew. <laughs> no, no interest in this game at all. Uh, next up, something that people wanted, I guess, and I guess uh, 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 Ubisoft needed to, to cover some of their uh, problems. So they were like, oh, you guys want Scott Pilgrim? Here's Scott Pilgrim. Uh, the 2D beat em up what has been delisted from digital stores on PS3 for a very long time. Once the licensing ran out, uh, Ubisoft have announced that the title will be returning to celebrate its 10th anniversary uh, and is coming to PS4 as the complete uh, definitive edition. Uh, and the, it's coming later this year. Uh, I remember playing it on PS3 and loving the shit out of it, but uh, I can't help but look at this as an attempt to not look like assholes. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have some Watch Dogs Legion showed more gameplay. Uh, we got a uh, we got an in-game performance from Stormzy, the the uh, UK rapper. Oh, okay. Uh, we've also learned that Aiden Pierce, the protagonist from the first few games, is also making a return. He will be added via a post-launch update for season pass owners, along with a completely new story arc. Because you know what people love, the main character that everyone fucking hated in the first game. <laughs> And it's one of the things they're like, an old friend is coming back. It's Aiden Pierce. Mike, he was never my fucking friend. <laughs> I had to Google who Stormzy was. I don't I know, know who Stormzy was. is. It's not my wheelhouse. Like, it makes sense. Set in London, they got some London guy. But it's just like, eh. Like, I don't like. I'm excited for Watch Dogs Legion. Because it looks The cool. game still looks pretty cool, The game cool, still yeah. looks rad. But, like, Aiden Pierce isn't a selling point. It's also on my it's also on my uh, list, and I needed to do well. You so. need oh yeah, I should check what, how can, Marvel, can everyone please go out and buy Watch Dogs League? You check how Marvel's <laughs> the Avengers doing to see see where I'm going. But um, yeah, it is, it's a situation of like I just can't I can't see how that's a selling point. Whatever. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, when the native PS5 version launches later this year, Ubisoft have confirmed it will support 4K resolutions at upwards of 120 frames per second. It's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, current PS4 owners will receive that free upgrade to the next-gen version with all progress and unlocks carrying forward. Uh, the latest season of Rainbow Six Siege is also live now. It's the title, the Operation Shadowed Legacy. Uh, as we do know that Sam Fisher has been added as a new operator and a few map uh, reworks and other uh, gameplay changes. So that was it for the Ubisoft Forward event. That's that's where they, they cut ties. Mm-hmm. Um, but... We did get some more news about Skull and Bones. So although this wasn't shown at Ubisoft oh, yeah. Forward in a new statement released uh, yesterday uh, as of time of recording, Ubisoft has provided um, an update on the Open Sea Pirate game. It starts on a positive note, confirming that production, quote, has been in full swing with a new vision, end quote, and the team is working on plans to present the game, quote, sometime in the future, uh, which lets, uh, which could mean anything. The post goes on to say that the reason the game has been pushed back so often is due to simply needing more time. The concept of the title evolved to an extent that meant more people needed to be bought on and more time was required to see the game to fruition. The end of the statement suggests it'll be re-announced some point next year. 
It's so frustrating because, like, normally I'm a big support. Uh, you know, I've I've been a fan of Ubisoft games, but like, yeah. One thing that like it has got me excited because like Skull and Bones just it, it seems dead in the water, pun intended. Um, like, and I I doubt that we'll ever ever see it. It's similar to that. Uh, uh, there's another game from um some guy that we've never, we'll never ever see. That was vague. Um, <laughs> but the other thing that I think was announced this week or maybe in the last week, uh, the Division Two is getting a, a raid. But not as in oh, like yeah. a raid. It's the raid where you have to climb a hundred floors of a building. <laughs> yeah. So like you cool. start at level one and then you die and you know you, you you clear clear levels and you die and you go back and you start it again and it's a, it's all about just getting harder and harder and harder until you get to the big boss at the top. I don't know about you. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It's a great movie concept. Put it in a game. I love it. Um. And the last piece of Ubisoft news is um, Ubisoft announced that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be brought forward, releasing on the 10th of November uh, on PlayStation 4 and Xbox consoles. Because uh, once Microsoft announced that their console was coming out early, Assassin's, uh, Ubisoft said, all right, well, you can play Valhalla on it straight away. Well, if anything, that's awesome. Because that, one of the things that we sort of had uh, hunkered down on like last week was the, all these all these games dropping on this week pretty much indicates that that is the day that is the week mm. that everything it's coming it's happening so uh call of duty hasn't changed as of yet i think they're still 17th of the September, big difference though? here is assassin's 13? creed has a marketing deal yeah. with xbox where uh call of duty has it with playstation playstation so if anything the date for the play the date for call of duty which is the 16th? I think it's the 13th, 13th or the 17th or... Yeah, I'm pretty confident that may become the date. Mm. Or the Call of Duty will move a couple of days around it. But yeah, I, I, using that same logic, there it is. I think that, that's what it is. Uh, Park also adds, Ubisoft still haven't talked about God, good and evil in two years. Yeah. Yeah. They won't. No, again, Donsky. Whoever the guy that worked on Beyond Good and Evil, he, there was another game that he that they showed that they showed a PlayStation thing years ago where you could sort of um, connect up to different fucking animals, and you could just like, he's, he's, he has a, the guy has a name, but he has the history of just vaporware. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> I know it's gone. I can't think of it. Um. Let's talk some quick bits, because that's it for the the main news. So earlier this week, PlayStation celebrated its 25th anniversary of the the release of the PlayStation 1 in the US. We Uh, need a little bit of time before it hits here in Australia, because we we could get a bit later. Mm. Uh, Dreams is getting uh, a spooky... uh, Dreams is getting spooky with an All Hallows Dreams event. My kid is going to love it, because he still watches our... uh, uh, our <laughs> dreams let's play that you and i did max x man months ago years ago um wow. he, he, he calls it spooky he wants to watch the spooky because he likes when you and i played that spooky game where i got stuck in a cupboard uh ninja gaiden sigma trilogy has been listed for playstation 4 by a hong kong publisher Who, i guess Cra- crash Bo- crash bandicoot's old girlfriend Torna is a playable character in crash 4 yes that's the lo- that's the, the 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 very tall la- uh, mm. uh bandicoot from the first game who kind of went missing was replaced with Coco. Cool. She has looks like she's uh, had a style change in you know since the nineties, which is nice. For fans of Dynasty Warriors, over seven hundred Dynasty Warriors songs have been added to Spotify and other musical services. A stupid amount of songs. Um, and Panzer Dragoon remake will be heading to PS4 quote soon. <laughs> sure. 
All right, here are the top 10 best-selling PS4 games for the week ending the 6th of September 2020. They are as follows. Number 10, UFC 4. Number 9, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number 8, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number 7, The Ghost of Tsushima. Number 6, Madden 21. Number 5, 2K21. Number 4, FIFA 20. Number 3, Marvel's The Avengers number two tony hawks pro skater one and two and number one nba 2k 21 no so surprises there at just all. For, just for references number five was pga 2k 21 what i said just 2k oh you yeah just sorry, said 2k 21 because in my head i was trying to i was trying to count how many 2k games were in the list but the answer is uh three two. four four two. Oh no technically two but there's four sports games yeah so there's four so nba 2k 21 is in there so pga it's another 2k title ea coming through with three of the titles here with fifa madden and ufc uh the last of us part two has dropped out of the top 10 uh ghost of tsushima still hanging in there and uh of course you know success for tony hawk and avengers still selling well which is brilliant but yeah, understandably, NBA is one of the biggest franchises in video games. It is no surprise that it's once again uh, coming through with the with the big win. And I guarantee we'll see that there for at least the next couple of weeks, if not months. Yeah. Because people get really Pretty st- much. stupid hard for uh, for uh, uh, the NBA games. I don't get it. Pers- do. I don't get it personally, but it's not for me. I also don't understand it. But then again, it's also not for me. Yeah, saying that though, but there are some games that are that are for you, Max. Oh they would come out in. None. They would be coming out shortly in a section we call "Inform the Play." As no, we call "Coming to the Place." We tell you about what games that are coming out this week. Uh, now, Max, I guarantee you the drop isn't there. Yeah, I'm. I'm just pulling up VG. I've learnt my lesson. Che- uh, let's check anyway. Well, let, let me check. All right. All right, you check while I work out what date it is today. It's we're still in September. It is the current today of time of recording is the twelfth. Uh, no, uh, so, apparently the latest game according to the PlayStation blog is still Star Wars Episode One Racer. Uh, so coming this week we have um, Spelunky Two. Oh yeah, coming out September fifteenth on PS4. Uh, we have PES Ultimate Soccer uh, coming September fifteenth. Pro Evo Soccer, yeah. Uh, we have Crisis Remastered September eighteenth. I'm pretty sure that got delayed from memory. Oh, okay. Well, this um, and we have a big one for Ryan, WWE 2K Battlegrounds, Ooh. September 18th. Yes! Uh, I know like, there's a lot of information that came out about it this week, which makes me super excited. <laughs> Customizable characters. Uh, you know, you can, I can make myself in there. We can we can totally replace, because we've been using 2K20 as our, as our predictor uh, for pay-per-views from Young and the Wrestlers, our other show here on the Pop Culturist. Um I'm going to use this because it, it looks dumb and stupid. I want to be like, and Roman Reigns wins by throwing Braun Strowman into a crocodile. And then they they somehow have to deliver that in the pay-per-view. But um, yeah, no, I'm excited, man. The game looks really cool. I've really swung around on it. I remember poo-pooing it at the start. But uh, I've because it's it's been so long without it, I'm like... Mm, you just want some silly fun. Sometimes you just want some silly fun. I want some silly fun. And uh, I know there, there, are some, there are some people out there uh, who have been receiving preview builds. Uh, one of them are our good friends over at player2.net.au. That's Paul James and the crew. So Matt Hewson, uh, who's their editor-in-chief, he's been spending some time with it, thanks to 2K. 
Uh, we will be spending some time with it as well in the hopefully in the coming uh, coming days. I have been in talks to with them uh, for a review code once again, and they you know thanks to them we were able to meet Kofi Kingston last year. So they and they they know about the young and the wrestlers. They know that, that I'm a massive wrestling dork. Um, so I'm very excited, very very excited to play that. <laughs> Um, until like, but yeah, but no, I wanted to play this week next. I've, 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 I've put it out of the, I've pulled it out of the case. Is Red Dead Two? I want to, fin- oh, I want to finish geez. it. I don't know why, but I'm feeling the urge. I mean, I haven't even <sighs> actually put it in the in the PlayStation yet, but I'm, I need to finish it. I still haven't finished it. I got to the point where I'm like, I can see where this is going, and because yeah. I have a really big issue with the with games that are prequel games, because I'm like, I know how this is going to end, so why am I spending my time doing it? Yeah. Like, I got, I'm got, i so close to the end, I just can't bring myself to finish it. Yeah, like, I, I got into, like, how many different chapters are there? There's, like, six, something like that? Yeah. I'm, like, three maybe. or four chapters in, and I just kind of, I think I think it just got a little bit too long in the tooth for me at the time. Um, So I wouldn't mind going back and finishing it up, and I don't know why. Because, like, it, you know, it's not as if that I'm needing to to get more credits or anything this year. It's just kind of caught my, I'm just wanting to, to, to return and see it through. Cause it's considered one of the best games ever. I'm like, mm, yeah, probably finish it. And seeing as I'm not finishing ghost of Tsushima. So <laughs> I dove back into that for a bit. I can't remember where I'm up to though. Yeah. I got no idea. I, I've kind of picked it up. I'm like, I've kind of forgotten how to play this. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm going to uninstall it. I'm done. I'm not finishing it. I can't do Fair it. Enough. Can't do it. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that's that's everything, unless you've got anything else that we need to... No. Nah. No. I'll bring it home then. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Spotify and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, all the links in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show alive if you want to support the show you can you can tell your friends you can tell your family about this playstation pod if you are listening to us on podcast services like apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review i believe spotify does uh, star ratings as well so that'd be rad uh and of course uh if you're watching on youtube be sure to like subscribe ring that bell and leave a comment below i will endeavor to answer every comment that i can uh, if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, just like our newest Patreon did, Solomon Barak. Big thank you, Solomon, for becoming a Patreon producer. Uh, as I said, if I'm if I'm good at my job, uh, his, his name, plus all the other Patreon supporters that will appear in the credits after this. Uh, and uh, if you want to, another way you can do is by uh, buying our merchandise at popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit without logos on it. But until next week... I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. I got nothing funny to say today. Mm. For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, Damien Holdies, 
Lee Winterchauvin, Sean Levitt, and Solomon Barak. 